Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello, and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and I am so excited to be here with today's guest is a very good friend of mine. She is just this beautiful soul that I have been trying to get on this podcast for a long time. We've been talking about it, and it just hasn't worked out with scheduling it. So I'm super excited to have her here. I have Jen Conger with me. Jen is an intuitive business coach. She's a teacher and a speaker, and she helps online entrepreneurs infuse more soul and fun into their business. Really what Jen is about, I'm going to go off your bio here just a little bit because I'm going to talk about my experience with you and what you've helped me with, what you've opened me up to, um, and and why I'm so excited to have you here. Um, Jen really helps you connect with your intuition and to go all in on it, not where intuition when it's convenient, intuition when you're desperate, but really building a relationship with your intuition. And what we're going to talk today about is connecting with what she calls or what her team gave her the name of, which is your light team. And this is a remarkable life-changing practice. And I can't think of anybody I would rather have this conversation with and bring this topic to the show than you, Jen. Welcome. Thank you so much. You're actually bringing tears to my eyes. I'm getting emotional just hearing you say that. Um, Yeah, I'm so excited to be here and have this conversation with you. I am too. Well, tell everybody what I missed. Um, fill in the blanks of that bio uh, where, where where I met, might have missed someone something and introduce sure. yourself to the listeners. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, so I'm Jen Conger. I'm an intuitive business coach and I work primarily with women, although I love these men that are stepping forward into this female, you know, divine feminine intuitive space as well. And we do have some men in our programs, um, but I really help them get in tune with their intuition and do exactly what you say, step into that intuitive CEO role of their business and begin to allow their messages to guide them in their business. Because what I found in my own personal journey and what I'm now seeing in the women in our containers that I get the opportunity to work with is we spend a lot of time spinning our wheels, trying all of the strategies and the tactics and the things that are out there and we very quickly become overwhelmed. We become disconnected from our mission. We lose sight of the bigger vision because, oh, it isn't working. It isn't working. I'm doing all the things. Why isn't it working? And I'm a Manny Jen. So then I'm feeling all kinds of frustration, right? And it wasn't until I had this monumental moment when the pandemic happened, which I'm sure we'll get into this story And I realized, oh my goodness, I'm totally leaving out myself from my business. And I received the message and the guidance, just follow your intuition, tune into me, follow my guidance, and everything's going to come together. And so I committed myself to that and I let everything else go. And when I started following my inner guidance, that's when everything in my business changed. 
and mm-hmm. alignment and flow and peace and harmony. I mean, it's not all rainbows and, and roses all of the time. There's a lot of shadow work and inner work that goes into it. But the money started arriving. Those soulmate clients started arriving. Um, all of this amazing content and like what I was meant to teach and how I was meant to guide people just started flowing out of me effortlessly. And it all started coming together when I made that transition. And so now I get the beautiful opportunity to help other online entrepreneurs make that same shift. And it really allows themselves to be more of their authentic selves and be fully expressed through the channel of their business. It's such beautiful work. And I've I've had the privilege of watching kind of that entire, we've known each other for a long time, where I've I've seen that journey and I've seen you just step more and more where it's 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 almost like what I what I experience, like when I when I when I've watched this sort of evolution in your business and in and your and you, it's this drop in. It's just like more grounded, more grounded, more grounded. It's almost like if, if I get the visual of it, it's like it's like that root growing into the ground and that light growing up to the heavens. You know, it's you get yep. to be both. And that just get that connection just gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And that's the the unshakable kind of way that you can walk through. Like I know I'm good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that you said that too because Almost every single meditation or activation that I guide people through begins with exactly what you just described. Mm-hmm. And like, we're so connected because that's what I do. I first connect to light energy and we're imagining that light energy flow through the crown chakra and all the way through the body. We're imagining roots coming from our souls and connecting with that earth activation, mother earth energy. And we're really sinking in to how connected we are to the universe. And through that connection, now going out and receiving guidance, making decisions, developing new habits and new ways of being that are actually more in alignment with who you truly are. And I want to take a moment to just, I I want to highlight this, pull this out, because I want to, for the person that's listening to this, that's like, this is too woo for me. This is too out there. I want to highlight the fact that you and I were both in that boat too, where it's like, you know, things you've connected to something bigger, but this was a big coming out for you to step into this level. That was a huge deal for you to go from being largely strategy-based and really speaking about, and we, we share this, I think in our journey where I, I, I teach different things, but where it's the more aligned I've gotten is where, when I've talked less about that strategic piece, because the strategic piece just arrives when you are grounded and when you are connecting, connecting to something bigger. But can you talk a little bit about, about what that journey was like for you of stepping into like going from, I talk about strategy to like, I'm going to talk about talking to your, connecting to your angels and guides and what you call your light team. Yeah. Okay. So I love, love, love this question. And I have a long lifelong history with encounters with the divine, you know, and I think so many of us do, but then we dismiss it as that. Well, that was just a coincidence or, you know, that's not necessarily real and all of that. And so I've been in this journey of discovering intuition, discovering really what happens when you pass on. Like, what is heaven? What is 
the non-physical, you know, that's always been interesting and captivating to me my whole life. And, you know, I very much lived and existed in this world where the harder you work, the more rewards and benefits you get. You know, that's just how I was raised. And it's generations and generations of if you want the finer things in life, then you need to have a good education. You need to go to college. You need to work really hard. You need to be working harder than everybody else, and then you'll get it. And so that worked for me. You know, I was the straight A student. I got the full ride scholarship. I was all of the things because I worked really hard. And then I got into the corporate world and it worked really well for me in the corporate world too. Okay, I'm just going to be the one that works the longest hours. I'm going to be the one that does the most. And that got me attention and got me promotions and new job opportunities and all the things. And so I'm thinking, I've got life figured out. This is great. And I had this vision and dream of, I want the corner office. I want to be the director of marketing. And I finally got there and I was working for a startup in Los Angeles. And it was literally my dream job, you know, on paper. Mm. And I thought, man, I finally made it, you know, the big paycheck and I'm building my own team and I have bonus opportunity. And it's like, this is it. I'm here. And I was absolutely miserable. Yep. I I got (laughs) pregnant with my youngest and we weren't planning on that. So that was a bit of a surprise. So I was dealing with that. And then I started getting anxiety and panic attacks while I was at work. And I had one that actually terrified me. I was about four to five months pregnant. And I thought, this is an issue. Like I'm worried for the health of my baby. I'm on the floor in the bathroom, trying to hold back tears at work, like something's not right. And I walked into, I always say it was almost like this out-of-body experience. Like I walked into my office and I remember taking everything personal with me, leaving everything that belonged to them. And I never stepped foot in a corporate office again after that day. And so then I'm like, well, I'm going to start my business. I'm really good at digital marketing. I'm really good at the strategy. That's what I'll do. I'll freelance and do that for people. And that worked really well to keep me afloat during my maternity and my maternity leave and like the first couple of years in business. But then what I did is I replaced one boss with, you know, 10 bosses. And I just took my mess with me and recreated everything that was stressing me out in the corporate world. So I'm like, this isn't going to work. And that's when I discovered courses and coaching. And this is probably around 2018 or so. And so I thought, well, then I will teach strategy. You know, it's just the logical thing, the right. next logical step. And, then and there's I safety got, in that. Like that can totally. feel like you're, you're like, oh, well, I'll just do this logical thing. Like, oh, and, and here's another path. Yeah. Um, so I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I think no, that that's do. that it that almost sustains you that it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and it does. And it was just making all decisions from the headspace. Mm-hmm. I mean, every decision was from the headspace. There was no decision coming from my heart. And that's just how I was living. So fast forward to starting to get more into coaching. The business is starting to feel a little bit more aligned, but there was still something off. 
And then my grandmother passed away. And I was very, very close to my grandmother. Like she practically raised me and we had a very special bond and relationship. And and, uh, when she passed away, something shifted in me. And I was on a call with a client and we're talking about her money stories and her money mindset and why as soon as money comes into the business, she just spends it, you know, really digging into, well, let's come up with a strategy let's shift your mindset, you know, all this way that I was coaching before. And I start to see like in my mind's eye, this whole movie playing out where I see like a dream, almost a man in his office. I see his boss come into the office. I can feel their tension, their arguing, their stress. And it was just so bizarre. I re- I just told her, you know, I'm seeing something and I feel like it's related to you. This might be a little weird, but can I sh- go there with you and share with you what I'm witnessing? And she's like, yes, of course. You've been holding out on me. Like, yes, please tell me. <laughs> and I was seeing her husband and he was really dissatisfied in his job. And they put a lot of pressure on her and her business and to succeed and make a bunch of money so he could leave his job and retire and go and do what he loved. And there was a component of their dynamic in their relationship that was really suffocating the energy of business. And it was too much pressure on her. So then they started working on their money relationship and their relationship and doing a bunch of couple therapy. They went to breath work together. They started doing all these things. And she had a huge transformation as a result. All of a sudden, she was manifesting all this money in her business. Clients were coming out of nowhere. And she was giving those dollars a job. She was starting to budget, you know, implementing profit first, like making all these big changes and, and stepping more into her gifts and all this stuff. And I thought, wow, that came from what I was intuitively receiving not from any strategy I could have handed over to her. And that was a huge aha moment. And I thought I need to be tuning into this more and come to find out in my journey of setting that intention and starting to do that work. I've come to realize that my grandmother is actually part of my light team. Mm. And your light team is a group of non-physical beings that support you in the physical. And a lot of time it is ancestors. And so when she passed my intuitive gifts just expanded and exploded and she's communicating with me and supporting me in the work that I'm doing with my clients. And and so that started that transition from strategy and maybe even mindset work. I feel like I've really graduated even from the mindset portion of it down into the energetics of what's happening and beginning to shift and work with energy Mm. and help people to guide them to do the same thing for themselves, to be able to understand at a deeper level, what's happening here beyond the mindset, you know, what's happening at an energetic level in the dynamics of my relationships and and all of these other pieces so that they can work through their own healing and their own soul growth. So that was the first step in that, but it's been a crazy journey, as you know, as you have witnessed. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's, it's so beautiful though, because it's almost like 
you can't be another way now because it's like, I've been there. I've done that. And you're a three, five, I should say you're Jen is a three, five, um, emotional manifesting generator, right? You're emotional yes. too. I, I like to point that out when we know the the design of, of our guests, because I want you, if you're sitting home and you're like, I'm a three, five, two, what I love about this is as a three, you have to try it all. You have to experience it all. And then the five can kick in. It's, I have to go in, I've got to get my hands dirty. I've got to experiment with this. I have to experience it or I won't know what it is. I won't really know. I won't feel confident in the next step I'm taking if I haven't walked each of the steps previous myself. Nobody can do it for me. No one can tell me. I can skip some things, but I do. There's some things I just, I have to learn by doing. I have to learn by failing. I have to learn by maybe lying on the floor, crying and realizing this is not for me. And that's what gives way to the evolution that is in front of you. And the other thing that I wanted to point out, because then you're a five and then it's, it's about leading. It's about, it's a, you know, the five is leadership energy that is universalizing. So you're taking something that's esoteric to a lot of people and you're saying, okay, well, how do we commune with our light team? How do we, how do we actually use them as a team? which feels really far away and mysterious to people. And you're saying, here, let me show you this simple, elegant process that I can give you for this to deepen that connection. So I love how you're living your human design as well. Um, And being emotional, there are some people who believe that being emotional is just this huge hindrance, but it's what gives you the depth of everything that you do. And you're very successful at at what you do now. So just to show you three, five, Manny, Jen, emotional can do well. You're very, very connected. So I am, um, I I have, I have, I have many questions um, as I often do. Hit me. I love it. Well, and I love to respond to questions. Like I do so well in this type of format. Yeah. This is what we're made for. This is the generator like jam here is an interview. Um, so some of these I know the answer to, but I want I want the people listening to understand them as well. Does everybody have a light team? 100%, yes. Who's on the light team? Your light team consists of a variety of non-physical beings. So your spirit guide, you have spirit guides that come in and out of your life as well. You don't always work with the same spirit guide for your entire life. I learned that. Um and ancestors. Most of the time, uh, people in my programs are initially connecting with ancestors, deceased loved ones. You also have angels, archangels um, that are assisting you, guardian angels. Um, You have ascended masters and teachers that step in and out, gods, goddesses. So like Mary Magdalene, for example, or even Jesus, uh, the Virgin Mary, we can get into goddess energy, you know, with all of that. So we can get really, really fun with well, this. And then like people like, like sages, are they included in that kind of like a Lao Tzu or something? Would they be considered in that master's realm or? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, from a variety of different you know, religions and different backgrounds. And there really is no separation of that. You know, that is really a human concept. Mm -hmm. 
to start to put labels and separation on it. But yeah, it and it doesn't even matter what you necessarily believe in or affiliate with. You can still be working with different, uh, like spiritual beings, masters that are guiding you and working with you. Yeah. So are they around all the time? I would say that you have, you know, your baseline people that are around all the time, your spirit guide. Um, I'm also forgetting the most important one, which is your highest self. Mm. So that soul aspect of you, that non-physical aspect of you is your number one guide. Mm. Um, And that is always with you. You are always with yourself. So yes, um, and when we get into this work, you can be really intentional about requesting guidance from specific beings and calling them in and, and working with them in a conscious creation way as well. Can you give me an example of, of how that would work? Yeah. So the immediate example that comes to mind is I have two boys. They are six and eight. And my eight-year-old, and maybe this is a projector thing, um, is very easily affected by anything that's scary. So like somebody was just telling him about stranger things and he's like, oh my goodness, mom, I'm so scared about stranger things and I can't go to sleep. I'm like, okay, buddy. So we'll go into his room and we'll say a prayer and we'll call on Archangel Michael because Archangel Michael is the supreme protector. Mm-hmm. And so we call on Archangel Michael and we'll say a little prayer to him and we'll say, come in Archangel Michael and clear all of these negative thoughts from his energy field and from his mind. And let's just wash away all the fears around whatever's coming up for him and bring in so much peace into this room so that he can fall asleep with ease and please protect him and be with him all night. And just immediately you can feel the energy shift of that. Mm-hmm. and. I'm pretty positive that Archangel Michael is there with him all night protecting him. We've called him in and invited him in. And so that's a good example. But we can be doing this in our businesses. You know, we can be working with, you know, the goddesses that are attached to abundance and money and calling them in and and saying, please work with me. Please help open up my energy field to accept more money through the channel of my business. And start to communicate. And it really is no different than than prayer. It's it's just it's like this evolved way of communicating with the divine. And everyone can do this, and everybody's worthy and deserving of doing this work. Well, it makes me think what it, what it makes me think of is um, you know, I, I I like the quantum. Like when we talk about quantum mechanics, quantum physics, and the energetic field. And, you know, I, what I work on, one of the things that I've worked on is being in this perpetual state of believing, believing that what I want and recognizing when I get into a state of not believing something. When am I in a, in a state of saying that's not going to work? And some of that has to do with my gene keys. What my gene key evolution is doubt. So mm-hmm. I recognize when I have doubt come up, I'm in a state of not believing. That's my shadow frequency there. But I can turn that up and I can change that. Um, yeah. And I do that sort of by 
And this was a big thing for me. Like I showed you before we hopped on, I have a tattoo on my wrist that says trust. Trust is a big, big part of it for me because I recognized that when I had a thought, when most of it had to do with negative thoughts, had to do with it feeling like I had to do it all by myself. Like I was all alone. Like I was, the weight of the world was on my shoulders. And if I didn't make this work, these are all the things, these are all the people I'm going to let down. Just that, that, that feeling of that heaviness, which gets in the way of your productivity. You're not going to be able to do anything. You're not going to be able to be powerful out in the world. This is mm-hmm. how the energetics to me starts to, like the, the baseline of it for me, how it shows up, like, and how we start to transcend it. And one of the biggest things for me was, And your program helped me a lot with this, which was reminding myself that I'm not alone, that I, there are my thoughts there, like I can control that and getting into the habit of leaning into possibility rather than doubt. That's a practice that I have. But then when I find myself doing that, installing that little, these are my, my strategy with energy, that trigger for me that when I get into that state to shift my way of thinking and remind myself that I'm not alone and ask for help. Yeah. Ask for guidance. And the shift, I just felt it right now. I get like, I can feel my energy. Like Mm -hmm. it's like it explodes in that moment. Like it's almost like I can feel my light team kind of jump up and down. Like, thank you for remembering we're here. Yeah. Thank you. We've been trying to tell you your whole life that you're not alone. And it sounds like a super woo thing. And I guess it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. would you rather be alone and feel like things are helpless? Or would you rather be a little bit woo and get better results and feel better and not feel alone? Yeah. I'll choose the latter. Um, because it does result in the results that you want. Not every time. And it's not like a magic yeah. thing. It's not like I want $10,000 and then it drops into your lap. I'm not saying it can't happen like that. Sometimes it does happen really fast, but your ability to pursue that $10,000 in clean, open energy comes from the deep state of trust. And for Mm -hmm. me, it had a lot to do with not feeling alone, not feeling like I had to do it all on my own. And suddenly what I do notice is the synchronicities. I asked for something. I asked for help. I stayed in good energy and believed that the possibility was there. And suddenly an aligned person reaches out to me or something happens. It's not always a client. Sometimes it's somebody that actually can lead to more clients. Yeah. But you have to be in that space of believing that that can happen and looking at everything as like a beautiful opportunity that every connection holds something bigger. Yeah. And it's so magical. It's really magical. And you're describing the process that I received from my light team of how this work, you know, this intuitive work. And I I feel like I need another word for work because it's not, it's, it's not work, but you know, it is a practice though. It is something you have to build a muscle that you're building. Yeah. It takes a conscious knowing and awareness around it. But this process, and this is what I teach inside Divine Business Blueprint, which is what you joined me in, is the very first step in using your intuition to co-create with the universe is asking. Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest one sometimes. Is And it's the one that I remind people the most about. It's like, well, did you ask? 
You know, mm-hmm. they're coming up with the the problem and they're wanting the solution. And I said, well, what happened when you asked your light team? Oh, I haven't asked yet. <laughs> like, did you ask for help? It's just because we, we've been conditioned to not ask. And it's I, the first step. I have also found, yes, it's absolutely that. But the other thing that I've found is the clients I have that are resistant to asking for help. I, I actually don't think there's ever been a time that I haven't uncovered this. I'm going to say 100% of the time, 100% yeah. of the time. The issue is, is that they don't believe that they'll get it, that they mm. feel so deeply unsupported, that they feel so deeply alone, that they can't even ask for help because there's a protection mechanism in them that's saying, don't ask because it's not going to be given. So yeah. the first belief you have to have is ask and it's already been given Yeah, 100%. because it's already been given. Because it's already right. there, but you can't access it until you ask. That's the first surrender. 100%. And what you're hitting on too is this idea of surrender and release, which is mm-hmm. a very important component. Because if we are entering into this relationship with our higher self and our light team, as I, I am waiting for you to disappoint me, even if it's happening on an unconscious level, right? I'm waiting. Okay, I'm going to ask, but my expectation is I won't receive the answer. Then we aren't opening ourselves up or allowing, which is the second step in the process, allowing the magic of that message and that gift to arrive. Mm -hmm. So where are we blocking ourselves off? And it's such a good part of the shadow work and the inner work that I mentioned before is investigating where am I not opening myself up to receive? Where am I not actually allowing the gifts from my light team in the universe to be delivered to me? I I love that. I mean, and that's such a, it sounds like, it sounds difficult. I think like people hear block, you know, like energetic block, I'm energetically blocked. And it's almost like they they give their power away to the block. Yeah. And I always say that that growth and success is really about like reaching your next level is about physically and energetically cleaning up your shit. So it's totally. like getting what you want and in, in alignment with the energy that you hold about the thing that you want. And when you can open up energetically in that space and if you can pay attention enough without, I say with, with curiosity, not criticism of yourself, and yeah. you just notice where those thoughts are coming up, where that, like, what is, what is your energetic alignment to it? Like, what's the first thought that comes to your mind? What's the first image that comes to your mind? What's the feeling in your body when you think about having that thing? Is it, I can't have it? Is it that mm-hmm. nobody will help me? Do you start thinking about all the things that you need to make happen before it can happen? Those are all clues. And you don't have to like, shadow work is a, a huge part of all of it, but but don't see it as daunting. Like if you can see it as this, what a beautiful way to come back to you. Yeah. Yeah. What a beautiful way to 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 welcome that higher self in. You're clearing space for her or him, but it's a lot of hers on this call. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they know the path of least resistance to what you want. 
Mm. So I, and I love this conversation about energy blocks because the information that I've received through my intuition around this is the word that I've heard is energetic imprints, mm-hmm. energetic imprints that are mucking up our energetic body. And the way that I've seen this, cause I'm very much, uh, I guess it would be clairvoyant. Like I see visions. Yeah. Um, is a window that's really, really dirty and I can't see through the window, but what I want to call in and what I'm trying to receive in my life is on the other side of that window. And the dirt on the window is the energetic imprint. So if I can Mm. clean a little bit of this window, all of a sudden now I've opened up a doorway, a portal, some space. I've created space to allow what I'm wanting to actually flow through. And it's such a beautiful like visual and metaphor for what's happening on an energetic level. So then the question that I receive a lot was like, well, how do I clear those energetic imprints? And uh, this is where I really love the direction of uh, this work that I'm doing and where it's going because it's just evolved so much over the last three years is um, we're naturally clearing these energetic imprints simply by allowing ourselves to feel our feelings. Mm. Most of the time, they're connected to emotions. They're connected to trapped emotion in in the energetic, in your energetic body. So like you have this physical body, you have your aura, and then you also have other like energetic bodies even beyond you know, that physical body, your light body, all these different um, non-physical things. And a lot of these energetic blocks manifest first in the energetic body. And then that's what starts to show up in your physical reality. And now from my own experience, also showing up in blockages in the body and disease and issues within the physical body, right? And so, well, how do we clear those? We allow ourselves to feel the emotions. The one thing that my light team says is the biggest fear of humans is not actually, you know, especially as entrepreneurs, the fear of failure or the fear of success are these things that like from the mind and ego perspective, we say, yeah, I'm afraid of that fear of being judged and and visible or whatever it might be. It isn't actually that. It's the fear of the emotion and the feeling that you're going to have as a result of that situation, circumstance, or experience. That's what you're actually afraid of. And if you could only not be afraid of your feelings and allow yourself to go there, you'll clear all the energetic imprints and blocks that are getting in the way of you manifesting what you want in the physical world. I, I love that. One of the questions, and any any of my clients that are listening to this, they'll be like, yep, that's true. I'm always asking them, like when they come up to a block, when they're stuck on something, I'll say, what are you afraid to feel? 100%. What don't you want to feel? Yes. You can think about what you want to do and you'll spin on that forever if you're thinking just about the action. But what is this moment trying to teach you it's showing you some feeling there's a feeling that's that you're not allowing to come through yeah face it deal with it feel it and it's almost like it then goes okay and now you may pass you know <laughs> that's 100% what's going on and it's like 
this is when people quantum manifest and, and quantum leap. And we see these huge jumps. Like that's what I experienced. You know, I was struggling in my business. I was making like $40,000, $50,000 a year. And then all of a sudden, literally it felt like overnight. Now I'm at multiple six figures mm-hmm. and it happened fast, but also it was years and years of, of work of deconditioning and shedding and getting more into alignment with my purpose and my mission and, and all of that, like nothing actually happens in the instant. But when I felt what I was most afraid of feeling all of a sudden, like Abraham Hicks talks about this. It's like, we're pull, we're pushing our cork underneath the water. We're creating so much resistance in our life. The second we just release that cork, everything's going to flood in. Everything's going to come to the surface. And that's what I experienced. And now I'm at like the next layer of that. Okay. So now I want to make half a million a year. Okay. Obviously the half a million cork is still kind of underneath the surface. What is it that I'm not allowing myself to feel? And then I always tell my light team, give me my lessons fast. Like give me my lessons fast. Because the beautiful part of tuning into your intuition, receiving your messages and your guidance is your higher self and your light team, especially your higher self knows the path of least resistance to getting what you desire. And so your higher self is going to say, go create this, go move here, go reach out to this person, let this client go. You know, all these things, it's not going to make sense most of the time to your ego mind, but you trust it. You go, okay, this is what I'm receiving. Let's do it. Let's see how it plays out. That's probably my three likes experiment, you know, but it's going to lead me inevitably to an experience or a circumstance that's going to allow me to dive into emotions that I need to feel in order to get to the next level, in order for that next door to open up, in order for the elevator button to the third floor to light up. And now I have access, you know, that's the path. It's mm-hmm. feel, it really is a path of feeling and emotion. So maybe, and I had this experience, I felt very called to launch a program that I thought really needed to be retired because I wasn't in alignment with it anymore. And I didn't really enjoy teaching it. I'm like, it's ready to let it's time to let that go. And my intuition just kept telling me, launch this, launch this. And then I was seeing it everywhere. Like somebody asked me if they could join the program or some of the old members were like, I'm going through your program again. It was like, oh my gosh, the universe is showing me that I meant to launch this. So I thought, oh, I'm going to have my first five figure launch. This is going to be so successful. Like I'm being guided, divinely guided. And I trust it. And, you know, I made some money, but it was nowhere near what my expectation was. And I'm like, why, why did that happen? And in hindsight and the guidance again, that I received was you had to feel where you were leaving yourself out of your business. You had to feel where you still weren't being in integrity with, with, excuse me, with who you actually are. I'm like, oh yeah, I had to feel that emotion. I had to feel that disconnect. And now that I've felt that I can recognize it next time and return back to my center and say, am I, am I speaking and operating from my values and in integrity and alignment with who I am and what I'm about? Okay. No. Okay. So what's the answer to be more in alignment? And then that's how 
things begin to flood in and happen. And that's the intuitive journey because you're right. It's like esoteric, like, okay, that sounds like good. And yeah, I'd love to talk to my light team, but how does it really look when I'm working with them right. through my business? And what are those? So you mentioned that you, you see things, you're more clairvoyant and, but it shows up differently for everybody or, and do the questions need to be specific that they're asking? I would say that probably depends on your human design. Um, this is why I love to work with human design and have that as an aspect of our, our mid-level program, because not everybody is the same. And uh, yeah, there's different clairs. I don't really get too, too much into the clairs, but you're likely going to have a dominant clear. You know, my mm-hmm. dominant one is definitely more on the vision side of things, but I also hear a lot. So I am clear audient. Um, and I have, and then there's also clairsentient. Yeah. But so that's feeling right. Um, and then that's what, what I mean? have more of. I have yeah. more clairsentient. Like I, there's a knowing there's a feeling or I get like a feeling in my body. Yeah. They're very physical beings. So it's the chills. Mm-hmm. It's it's those, those types of things with the body that let you know, like, oh, I'm sensing the energy. I'm connected to something heat and cold and all of those types of things. Um, yeah. So there's all these different ones and you're likely going to have one that's more dominant. But also what I've discovered is as you develop a practice around this and you're really just creating the space every day to just quiet the mind and tune in and and ask, you'll start to open up and unlock the doors to the other clairs more, more knowing, more hearing, yeah. more all of the things as you do the work. And one of the things that helped me in this journey of of building, like looking at it like a relationship um, mm-hmm. and not, not expecting, I'm going to be crude and just, but, but I like analogies because I think people remember them. Um, not yeah. looking for your light team to put out the instant that you ask for a question, just like if your partner came over and was like, just came over and was just like, Let, let's do it now. You're just like, whoa. Yeah. On, I need a minute. Um, I'm yeah. not ready. Let me think about this. Um, or even like a coach, if you came to them and asked them a question, they don't always know the exact answer at the exact time. It happens with me a lot. Clients will ask me something and I'll voxer them or something later on. And I'll be like, this actually just came through. Like now that I've had some time to sit with this, this is what came through. Especially if you're emotional authority, wisdom over time is a big theme with that. But one of the things that helped me was just recognizing I can ask and then I can play with the way that I tune into the thing that I want. Then if I'm asking a question about whether an offer is aligned or a direction that I should go in or what the next step is, what my next right step is or something like that, then I might journal. I might go for a walk. I'll do something where I'm kind of creating some space and then I'm paying attention to what shows up in my world. Mm-hmm. So, because yep. I don't really, I don't always hear something. I do though. I've started to, I start yeah. to hear it. And that's the voice of my intuition. But if you're human design, if you have a defined spleen, like uh, to me, I feels like the voice of my spleen a lot, which is kind of, I think the way that our intuition talks through us mm-hmm. um, mechanically, but yep. I, I get these little hits, these little bits of knowing these little whispers and 
paying attention to and acting on those and paying attention to how things show up. The friend that some that calls out of nowhere and just open-heartedly going into it with, I know I'm being led. I know that what I ask for is given. The only way it won't come is if I miss the signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I sit and I procrastinate and I don't move like yeah. to just that open heart of being like, it's all coming to me. It all is. And when I'm dropped into that space, it's amazing how much can come through in a short period of time. Yeah. It's all unfolding. It's all being, this is what I love to say. It's all being revealed in divine timing. Because the other thing that I've noticed is a lot of times we don't necessarily get the answer that we want or the answer that we expect. Mm-hmm. And, um, or to your point, you know, maybe it's appearing as though no answers coming, but it's because we're meant to move someplace else first or do try something else first and kind of clear up the energy over here first. And then the answer can be revealed. Um, and then we can get into, I feel like, and, and human design touches a lot on this too, like planetary alignment and the energy of the, of the universe and all of those things that are also impacting and, 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 uh, influencing when that wisdom arrives and when that clarity arrives. And so it really is, it's just like this beautiful dance and this game that we get to play of, tuning in, receiving a message and saying, okay, I'll take that next step and we'll just see what happens. Like, I think that's why it gets to be so fun. And when you approach it that way, that's when you really truly see the magic of it all and the synchronicity of it all. And then through your attention to that, those experiences amplify and expand and grow. And all of a sudden it's like every single day I'm having experiences that let me know I'm not alone. That let me know my light team is guiding me. That let me know my grandmother is around me, you know, and it's just so magical. Like to your point before, like, why would you not want to experience human life in this way? It's really a gift that we get to. It's such a beautiful thing, you know, and, and yeah. it, it, it doesn't make you crazy and it doesn't like it, it, what's it's so beautiful to be connected. And we were talking before yeah. the show, you know, um, my sign for my dad, when he passed away, um, I couldn't go to the funeral because it was COVID it was the the height of COVID. Mm. Um, my family lives in New York and it was when New York had, they, they were the epicenter of the COVID outbreak that first summer of 2020. And, um, and they had a two week quarantine period. Anybody who came into New York had a quarantine for two weeks. So I couldn't go to the funeral. Because I literally couldn't travel there. I would have quarantined through the whole thing. It didn't make sense. So I had to be home by myself while my family was, you know, burying my dad. And mm-hmm. um, and that was hard. And yeah. I went for a walk and I was like, um, I was like, let me connect with him in some way. And we both took pictures. We both like to take photos. He kind of got me into photography. So I took my camera out and I'm like, I'm gonna walk through like the preserve and I'm just gonna take photos and see what that how that connects with, with us. And, um, you know, and I did that and I was walking through and I just, as, as I was walking, I took a, I took a moment to myself and I was like, you know, God, send me a dragonfly, a dragonfly. If he's all right, if he's, if he's out there, just, just, I don't know, dad, send me a dragonfly if you're okay. 
And I didn't see any. I went through a whole walk. I'm out there for a long time. And I'm like, there's no dragonflies. I'm like, okay, fine. you know. And then I'm walking out of the park. And as I'm walking out, I walk into something I have never seen before or since was a swarm of dragonflies only on the path of the park that I'm walking through. I had to walk through them. And I'm getting emotional thinking about it. And I can still see it to this day in my mind. And ever since then, that's been my my uh, my symbol for him. So when I see dragonflies, but it's not just when I see dragonflies and think of my dad, because that happens. Um, I feel like that's his little wink at me. But if I think of him, I'll see a dragonfly. Yeah. And it was like the anniversary of his death last year. I think it was that, or it was his birthday. It was something where it was a day where I was thinking about him. And I was like, I'm going to go sit by my pool and think about my dad. And I was just sitting out there and I, I spoke out loud to him and literally a blue dragonfly, which he had bright blue eyes, my dad, a blue dragonfly sat on a branch eye level right next to me and just looked at me and sat there with me for about 15 minutes. My husband came out. He was like, who are you talking to? And I was like, dad, yeah. <laughs> this is my dad. <laughs> and, and he's like, okay. And I was like, I'm serious. This thing has been sitting here with me for 15 minutes. You know, that's my sign for my dad. And he, my husband's standing there and he's like, he really is just sitting there looking at you, mm -hmm. isn't it? And I was like, yeah, I told you. Yeah. And it came back the next day in my garden. I was gardening. So there, there is this, like, why wouldn't you want that? So maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it's completely yeah. just, I'm, I'm a nut case. Maybe that's what it is. Mm -hmm. But it gave me such peace. And when I'm at peace, I was able to connect to a deeper sense of myself that day and the next day and the next day. And when I'm in that state of franticness, franticness or feeling like I need to control it, or maybe I can't control it, I can come back to that spot. And if you're thinking about how you practically apply this stuff, it's well, then I'm able to do my work. I'm able to do better work. I'm able to connect for my clients in a way that I couldn't connect before. I'm not thinking so much about how impressive I am to them and I'm dropping in and, and really connecting to the problem they have and helping them find a solution. Mm -hmm. That comes from, for me, it's come from this focus off of me and self-centeredness and being able to expand my consciousness beyond just the task at hand. Yeah. Yeah. And money That's... became easy. Money became easy after that. It's weird. I like stopped working. I, I mean, I worked, I had my programs going, but I wasn't promoting anything because I really felt like I had to work on stuff internally mm -hmm. and money flowed, did not drop at all. <laughs> yeah the same because yeah. <laughs> you were the channel for it you were the energetic channel you were mm -hmm. in your grounded space we call it the middle space you were yeah. in your neutral you were in your net neutrality and that's the place we manifest from and i love this story so beautiful because how you got there was connecting to your light team connecting mm -hmm. to your father who's very much supporting you and the non-physical and yeah, maybe we are just making all this stuff up. And, you know, I don't really know. I can't say, um, you know, and there is like you said, quantum 
things that they can do in science, you know, to, to measure energy and to, to start to bring us some actual data that can say from our human mind, yes, this is a real thing. But even if it's not like, who cares? (laughs) Because it feels good and things are starting to happen now. So have fun and play with it and explore it. And I would say too, if you're listening to this podcast like you might even already start to notice memories of experiences of like, oh yeah, the one time that that happened to me, I wonder if that was my late team. I wonder if that really was what they're describing and pay attention to even those memories or those thoughts that are coming in because that's the doorway. That's the gateway. That's your intuition communicating with you in this now moment saying, yeah, there's some truth here for you. There's something for you to look at and explore here. I think that's a perfect place to leave this episode yeah. with that yeah. thought, that that little something for you to contemplate as, as we close out this episode. I think that's a beautiful place uh, to leave it. Jen, thank you for being here. I'm so happy we got to do this. I'm so happy that we got to have this conversation with you. I wouldn't want to have it with anybody else first. Um, tell everybody where they can keep in touch with you, where they can learn to connect with their light team, mm-hmm. how they can stay in touch with you and, you know, be up on all the things that you're putting out there and promoting. Yeah. The best way is Instagram. That's where I love to hang out. So my handle is at Jen Conger and I do lives pretty much every week where I bring people on for free hot seat coaching So I connect to your light team and we do intuitive coaching on Instagram. It's super fun. So follow me for that. And then the other thing too is um, the doors to Divine Business Blueprint are now always open. So that's a big shift in, in my business. And it feels definitely more authentic and aligned for me to have this accessible and available for people that are ready to explore their intuition. The very first thing that we do in that program, the first module is all dedicated to connecting to your light team and allowing them to reveal who they are to you. And then we tap into the intuition and that divine feminine and that higher self to explore really aligned offers and who your soulmate client is and start to bring in the divine masculine and create structure around your business and foundational pieces around your business that allow money to flow in. And we have a special coupon too, just for your listeners. So we'll make sure that we get everybody the link to that if they feel called and inspired to check it out and perhaps join us inside that program with you. Beautiful. Yeah. And that that's a long link. So we will drop that in the show notes for you. If you're interested in getting that special discount on the divine business blueprint, that is the program that I have taken with Jen and it is beautiful and wonderful. If you want to learn to connect with your light team and deepen your intuition, I can't recommend it enough. Um, so go over to the show notes. We'll have all of that linked her Instagram, all the things that she talked about, as well as the link to get that special discount on DBE. Jen, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you, listener, who made it all the way to the end of this conversation. We couldn't have done it without you. We appreciate you. We love you. And remember, you're only limited by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. So go out there and be limitless, my people. I will see you in the next one. 
If you loved this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you want to stay in touch with us, we would love to have you as a part of our Facebook community, Practical Manifestors. It's a community for process-driven women looking for clear and actionable steps to embodying a life of wealth and alignment. Join us at Practical Manifestors in Facebook or go to www.innerceogroup.com.